Welcome to FYI, the four-year innovation podcast. This show offers an intellectual discussion on technologically enabled disruption, because investing in innovation starts with understanding it. To learn more, visit arc-invest.com. Arc Invest is a registered investment advisor focused on investing in disruptive innovation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. It does not constitute either explicitly or implicitly any provision of services or products by Arc. All statements made regarding companies or securities are strictly beliefs and points of view held by Arc or podcast guests and are not endorsements or recommendations by Arc to buy, sell, or hold any security. Clients of Arc Investment Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to FYI, the For Your Innovation Podcast. I'm Michael Cromer product marketing manager here at ARC. On today's episode, we'll be featuring our CEO, CIO, and founder, Kathy Wood's special year-end edition of In the Know, which we published last week, in which Kathy answered investor questions ranging in topics including general market conditions, inflation, deflation, corporate earnings, interest rates, disruptive innovation, ARC's investment process, supply chain, and the outlook for 2023. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Greetings, everyone. Um, Well, I am here once again. Uh, Didn't expect to do an In the Know, but we have been getting a lot of questions now uh, that we're approaching the end of the year, and uh, everyone's thinking about what what will hold, what will next year hold. Um, And so I'd like to take a moment to answer those questions. This will be pretty quick compared to the typical in the know, but we we were getting enough questions that I felt, okay, let's just do this one more time. Uh, So the first first question, uh, our, our market outlook for 2023, inflation, interest rates, corporate earnings, uh, and, and how innovation should fare in that environment. Okay, well, uh, we know that we're getting a lot of deflationary signals, uh, but the Fed isn't really buying into that yet. Uh, We think that uh, uh, the bond market, though, will start to convince the Fed. Uh, So the bond market is telegraphing either much lower than inflation, uh, lower than expected inflation, or, or, or recession, or both. And uh, we've seen the 10-year Treasury bond yield drop from uh, four and a quarter to three, it got down to 3.45, it's around 3.6 right now. Uh, So that doesn't leave very much room if you assume that the long bond is kind of a proxy for uh, how, how fast nominal GDP will grow. It doesn't leave enough room for uh, much growth and inflation. Uh, and we also know that the market always leads the Fed. And I think the bond market is speaking very loudly. Uh, Jeff Gundlach, uh, very interestingly, uh, double lines, uh, famous uh, bond investor, very, very successful. He has made the point, okay, it does look like inflation's coming down. Why is it going to stop at 2%? And uh, we would agree with that. We're seeing a lot of deflation in the pipeline. Uh, commodity prices, uh, discounts at retail during the holiday season to, to uh, 
to clean the shelves of, uh, shelves of massive inventories. Uh, so we think that's going to show through in terms of inflation. And very importantly, uh, housing has taken it on the chin this year. Usually the Fed is very sensitive to that. Autos as well. They never, they really went nowhere. And now used car pricing is down 14% on a year-over-year basis. Uh, so, so inflation will come down. And, and innovation actually is going to be part of that equation. Uh, the truly disruptive innovation platforms around which we have centered our research. So gene sequencing, robotics, energy storage, artificial intelligence, and especially artificial intelligence, as well as blockchain technology. All of them are deflationary in, in nature. Good deflation, it, it should cause a boom in the products and services associated uh, with, with innovation. But deflation, another source of deflation. So uh, our confidence there is building. We've been right on the inventory build, the commodity price decline. Uh, and I think normally the, the market would have responded already. The market is waiting for the Fed. And uh, we think the Fed's rhetoric will change first, and then its actions will change. And we think that's all going to take place in 2023. Uh, now, Another question, given that our strategy from our our strategies from their peaks have dropped anywhere from sixty to eighty uh, percent since February of twenty one so this has been almost two years. Um, why do we not turn defensive like most managers are doing? Well, um, there's a, a very important explanation for that. Uh, we do one thing. We do not uh, pretend to be an asset allocator. We are, our, our research and our, our investment investments are centered on disruptive innovation. And so uh, when advisors and individuals choose our strategy, they're not uh, choosing it uh, alone. Uh, they have more diversified portfolios, of course, including real estate. Uh, the biggest uh, asset most consumers have uh, is, is housing. Uh, so we are one part of an investment portfolio. And uh, therefore, we would uh, never be uh, using cash. Uh, we would expect advisors and individuals uh, to to um, basically raise cash and segregate it from their investment portfolios. Uh, in terms of our strategies, we, during downturns, concentrate towards our highest conviction names. Uh, and so we have been doing that now for uh, nearly two years. And the history, history would suggest, uh, and we have a paper, uh, a white paper on our site about this, that that concentration strategy plays out very well in the subsequent rebounds. Uh, and we do think this rebound will be quite powerful. Uh, this year has been the most difficult year of my career, worse than 08-09, and I would venture to say that it has been the most difficult year of many in, in investors' career careers. Uh, the only thing that worked this year was energy. It's up almost 50 percent. Uh, 
Uh, and many people are asking us, why don't we diversify into energy since it's working? Well, the reason for that is we think it will stop working. Uh, if our uh, forecasts for electric vehicles and autonomous taxi platforms are correct, then oil demand could drop by roughly 30 percent, 30 million barrels a day during the next five to 10 years. And we believe that demand destruction uh, has already started. It looks like uh, oil demand peaked in 2019, and we're still in the process of uh, peaking out, I would say, in the 100 million barrels per day range. But we think the resolution of that basing period here is going to be down. Uh, so we wouldn't uh, be investing in energy, and we think the indexes that have rebalanced and now are including more energy uh, are, are mistaken, and um, those investments, that rebalancing, will not work out. Uh, now, another question. You have been buying more Tesla and other stocks during the downturn, uh, and, and yet the prices have fallen further, and are performance decline has worsened. Uh, with interest rates and prices uh, fluctuating so widely, and in, in this case they probably mean increasing, uh, will an investment focus on innovation work? Well, uh, we believe that the leading indicator correctly is inflation, and it, it has peaked. The inflation rate has peaked. Uh, almost uh, every measure of inflation has peaked. Uh, most of those uh, metrics peaking out in March or June uh, of this year, in the first or the second quarter. Uh, so typically, that's a, a, a good thing for innovation. Uh, but as I just mentioned, I think the market is so skittish and has been so terrorized by the most rapid increase in interest rates ever. We have never seen an 18-fold increase in interest rates within one year. It has truly terrorized the markets. And uh, I think that the fear is palpable. Uh, in fact, I think according to the Bank of America um, surveys, recent surveys of fund managers and advisors, it's probably the advisors, uh, we haven't seen this amount of cash on, on the sidelines since uh, I think it was 2006, maybe even 2001. Uh, I do know also the same survey shows that the put-to-call ratio uh, in the U.S. market, meaning um, those short relative to those long uh, put calls, um, is at 1.5 now, and it has not been that high since 2001. Uh, so we have an incredible amount of fear in the market, and that actually is the best time to average into these markets. Uh, I remember in uh, late 20, early 21, uh, we could do no wrong. Anything we said uh, was uh, gospel at the time, and, and I knew that that wasn't right. And at the time, remember, I remember saying, keep some powder dry. It is for these moments or averaging down throughout a, a period like this that one keeps the, uh, the powder dry. This period seems to be the flip side of the late 90s. 
The late 90s was an irrational uh, increase in tech stocks, uh, appreciation in tech stocks. Uh, and uh, it was incorrect. The technologies were not ready. And even if they were close to being ready, uh, the, the um, costs were way too high. So technology's not ready. We didn't get the cloud till 2006. We didn't get the big breakthrough in AI, deep learning, until 2012. The cost for DNA sequencing, uh, 2.7 billion for one genome uh, back in uh, 2003. Uh, that number is down to $500 now. We are ready for prime time, and yet investors are doing the opposite of what they did during the late 90s. Uh, they're running away, running for the hills, running for their benchmarks. And we think that innovation is going to pose a problem for the benchmarks. So you bet we think in innovation is going to work. We think it's going to work in a big way. We are ready for prime time for these five innovation platforms. Um, another, questions, uh, another question, investors seem hesitant to invest now for long-term growth, given supply chain uh, disruptions and the economic downturn uh, caused by rising interest rates. Why do we believe that now is a once-in-a-century investment opportunity? Well, a couple of reasons. Innovation solves problems. Uh, and we have a lot more problems now, even more than during COVID. Uh, we have uh, corporations now experiencing margin pressure. And uh, we have individuals, consumers, perhaps worrying about their jobs. And when we get into a period like this, uh, businesses and consumers are willing to change the way they do things. Uh, and, and they embrace innovation, innovative solutions to their problems. Now, this once in a century is, uh, is not an understatement. Um, we have not seen more innovation platforms evolve at the same time ever. Uh, the closest is about 100 years ago, telephone, electricity, and automobile. Uh, interestingly, back then, uh, we were just getting over a pandemic, the Spanish flu, and over a war, World War I. And, uh, and at the same time, we were experiencing incredible innovation. Uh, and so very similar dynamics. And what happened? Inflation peaked in June of 20, uh, 1920 at 24%. Uh, and within one year, it was minus 15%. Uh, we think we're going to experience a, a mini version of that during the next year. And then what happened? We launched into the roaring 20s when uh, the, the stock market uh, uh, had, I believe it was, a compound annual rate of returns of 25% for the next eight years. Uh, the roaring 20s, we think... We think we have a setup here for the Roaring Twenties, uh, and it is all around innovation. So again, um, we do think about you every day. Uh, we are heavily invested not only in our own funds, all of us at ARC, but in our own company. Uh, we truly believe that our research is the best on innovation in the market. We give it away. I'm, uh, most of our naysayers, I would venture uh, uh, to believe, do not read our research because it is compelling and it is centered on rights law, 
which has served us very well over the years. Um, so uh, it is darkest before the dawn, and uh, the best time in, in, to invest, according to Warren Buffett and the great investors uh, of our time and of all time, uh, is when there is so-called blood in uh, the street. It's a crude saying, uh, but it means when markets are uh, deeply into bear territory. Um, you should have, uh, uh, there's a cycle of fear and greed, uh, and both are healthy. Uh, the, the, the fear should occur at the top of cycles, taking profits, and the so-called greed part of that dynamic should occur at the bottom of cycles. And surely after maybe an 80% uh, reduction in, uh, on average in uh, our various strategies, um, uh, we are closer to the bottom, certainly, than to the top as we were in uh, February 2021. Then we said, um, spare some powder. Uh, now we would say, continue to average in with that powder. So with that, uh, I wish you a blessed uh, holiday season, and we'll look forward to sharing more thoughts and ideas with you uh, in the new year. ARC believes that the information presented is accurate and was obtained from sources that ARC believes to be reliable. However, ARC does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information, and such information may be subject to change without notice from ARC. Historical results are not indications of future results. Certain of the statements contained in this podcast may be statements of future expectations and other forward-looking statements that are based on ARC's current views and assumptions, and involve known and unknown risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results, performance, or events to differ materially from those expressed or implied in such statements.